Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! They win! Don't you open your mouth about the best. Oh, yo, I'm going to send it for you real quick. L-O-B. Listen, we're talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. We're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron for three for the win. Yes! LeBron mindset when you stepped in the batter's box? Go yard. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Why not swing as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland! This is for you! The way we approach the game is the same way we approach life. You do the right thing. You make the right play. You make the right play. And in life, it's the same thing. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do? And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to what? The game. Me. To me. All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of What the Game Means to Me. I have a very, very special guest. Um, I had the pleasure to be on his show about a week or two ago as well. Brandon from Brandon Sports Talk, who also has his own uh, sports photography business, but we'll get into all of that. Hey, how are you doing today, Brandon? I'm doing good. Good, good, good. Excited to have you on today for sure um, to learn about you and your journey and uh, all the things that you're doing in the sports world as well. Like I said, I checked out a few of your interviews. Like I said, I had the chance to be on your show as well. And you've interviewed some of the guys that I've done podcasts with as well. And I really like the work that you do. Um, you know, you get a lot of college college coaches, you get a lot of, you know, regular podcast people, you know, such as me. And then also a lot of, uh, you know, individuals that, you know, play different sports as well. So um, the first thing I love to always ask my guest, what, the, what does the game or sports in general mean to you, Brandon? So what the game means to me is, of course, team bonding and like growing as a team. And I always love to like play football and basketball like for fun. But like, of course, I had a disability and I was never able to play like a competitive like on the high school level. So I always went to like high school football games and I would shoot games like that for the local high schools and stuff. And that's how I got involved in sports so that's what the game means to me what was it like i guess growing up and wanting to like play these different sports but i guess you say were you not able to yes i was not able to because i have a disability called cerebral palsy which is a mild case whenever i was born like six months old and it kind of affects like my my legs were twisted in so like i had to have surgery and stuff and it was like hard because whenever i was a kid i was wearing a brace so like i tried out for football like in middle school but i just didn't make it so then i went on to the like the side job which would be like a manager Mm -hmm. and then that's how i got involved like at a younger age and then of course growing now i have a podcast and sports photography business 
yeah, that's a real inspiration. Like I said, just never giving up one to stay around the sport. And, you know, there's always other outlets. Even for me, that's kind of why I'm doing this podcast as well. Finding, finding another outlet just to stay around sports and be able to talk sports. So that's really great. Uh, congratulations to you as well, man. My next question I wanted to ask, uh, just kind of like what were some of your idols or favorite players that you might have had growing up? So my one biggest idol and favorite player is Todd Gurley from Tarboro, North Carolina. Oh, right wow. around here yeah he plays for the atlanta falcons but i was a team. big fan <laughs> i was a big fan of him whenever he was at georgia mm-hmm. and i actually have a jersey um his number three jersey with his name on the back okay cool 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 yeah i forgot he is from north carolina you said what uh city is he from harbro north carolina Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he plays for my team now. He's starting to come along and do do some good things for us out of the backfield. So, you know, I guess we have that similarity. We both like him. What was, uh, I guess, your favorite sports to play or, you know, that you like to watch uh, growing up? I like to watch and play football, like, for fun. Because mm-hmm. football is – I my favorite position is running back, of course, mm-hmm. because that's – I feel like that's kind of like the leader. Even mm-hmm. though people say – the quarterback's the leader of the team. The running back, I think, carries the team majority yeah. of the way. Yeah, it is. Uh, I think running backs are a very important position um, in football. It's probably, I would say, probably the second most important because if you have a good running back, one that's versatile, such as Ty Gurley, it definitely helps the fluidity of your offense and you being able to do or run certain plays. So, and it also comes in handy when in fantasy. That's what I'm struggling right now. I don't have any really good running backs, but luckily I'm still in first place. So, if I get one good running back, I should be on top for a minute. Next, uh, next question I wanted to ask you was, you know, where did the inspiration for you know starting your own podcast come from? Well, of course, I gotta say ESPN with Stephen A. Smith and oh, yes, all that. Favorite. <laughs> but. Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp is also my favorite, and they kind of have a little bit of my take in it. But the most important one that actually got me started was Pat McAfee and um, Zach Schomburg. Mm, okay, the yeah, one yeah. from Pat McAfee from the Pat McAfee Show and uh, Zach Schomburg with um, his podcast that he has, mm-hmm. yeah. Strong Sports Opinion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know Pat McAfee. He's really good. Um, he's a really good uh, podcaster. He does you know video ones, audio ones as well. Um, but yeah, like you said, everybody from Fox Sports One, you know, ESPN, those little you know debate talk shows, definitely is probably a reason why I wanted to start it up as well. Um, Stephen A. and Shannon Sharp are probably two of my favorites. They're, they're just hilarious. Um, but also, you know, where did uh, or how did you? Because with your podcast, I guess, like you said, you started up your podcast. And um, I guess I should ask you this first, like some of the people, like who are some of the people that you've been able to, you know, get in contact with and interview? So I've interviewed people like Landon Turner, a former UNC Tar Heel player. He was one of my recent interviews, along with the Florida State softball head coach. I interviewed her like last, this week, this week I've Mm -hmm. interviewed her. And then I've interviewed, of course, some like local coaches like around my area, along with I reach out to coaches like on the D1, D2 and D3 level. Like, for example, I go all the way out to Maine University, Rhode Island, Oregon. I've reached out to some people, but of course, haven't heard back from them. But I go all the way out 
and find different kind of coaches. Yeah. And I guess that leads me into the question I was going to ask is, you know, you have had a lot of people that you've interviewed in the, um, you know, in the sports industry that have these prominent positions, like you say, coaches um, and such. So like, what's your secret and kind of like, how do you secure so many of these great interviews from these people throughout the sports industry? So first I like follow these people on Twitter and of course they'll follow me back. And then most importantly, I just go out and reach for the stars and send these college coaches emails like, hello, Coach Higginboth from UMO. My name is Brandon Pate. I have a sports talk podcast. Tell them a little bit of like why I'm interested in interviewing them, you know, Mm -hmm. so they know that I know what they have already like accomplished and experienced, you know, because you always want to like get the person that you're interviewing to know that, oh, you did your research. So I always do my research. And most of the time I find out like what college they might've, like if they went to a college Mm -hmm. and played, I'll be like, Hey, can you talk about your experience coaching at this college, but also playing at maybe a D1, D2 level college Mm -hmm. and what that was like. That's a you know, really good form. I mean, I haven't really, you know, tried the outlet, but I definitely would probably be taking some notes from you, being able to, you know, follow them and then just, just I guess just going out, the, the worst thing you can hear is a no. Like, just inbox them, you know, let them know, you know, all what you're about, what your sports podcast is about, and let them know why they, you want to interview them. So. Most importantly, whenever you hear from coaches and they mm-hmm. say no, you always have to be like, oh, thank you for reaching, like, getting back, back to me. Yeah. Do not try to like harass them and be like, oh, hey, coach, uh, can we do this in the future? Because, of course, whenever you deal with compliance officers, like how I have before, mm-hmm. like the first time I dealt with a compliance officer, mm-hmm. I'd be like, uh, compliance officer Jimmy, you know, um, can you like maybe she can do it like, you know, next month or a few months out. And if they already said no the first time, obviously that that compliance officer already probably talked to that particular coach or Mm -hmm. that particular coach has already told the compliance officer, hey, if it's not a national media company like ESPN, Mm -hmm. Fox Sports or like or a local media company, I don't want to do an interview with everybody exactly yeah for example i've i've tried to got mac brown from unc mm, and of course he's a he's a top person and one person i know that i've interviewed literally told me that he does not do like anybody and everybody in the media world he only does like espn like and you have to be a top media and i was like okay mm-hmm. that's fine yeah yeah, it's like some certain things like that is kind of like, yeah, you understand. Like you said, it's best obviously not to harass them and, you know, keep going on. But being respectful and letting them know that thank you for just getting back in general because who knows, they may remember that in the future and then it might be a day to where, you know, they see you get big and then they even reach out to you or they're, you know, they're more susceptible to do the interview, you know, when you get a little bit bigger and everything. So, no, that's a good key point, a good you know, tip just for everybody to know and remember in general. Moving on, though, I want to, um, you know, get into 
or ask you about, you know, your other company, you know, you have Brandon Sports Talk podcast, but I know you also do um, photography. So how did you uh, get into photography? So I was at a ACOT, local ACOT game, mm-hmm. and I was always there on like Friday night, you know, because I would be in high school. And then whenever I graduated, it was just something to do, you know, on a Friday. So then um, after time, I also have another business called Brandon's Photography where that's how I actually got my camera. So then I was just taking my camera to the local football game, and I was staying, like, you know, 50 feet away from the coach, like, mm-hmm. in the end zone, literally, like, before I ever, like, became close with the coach. Mm-hmm. I was staying, like, 50 feet away from the end zone just to make sure, you know, I'm not messing with the players, I'm not messing with the coaches, you know because I want them to win, you know, and not be a distraction. So I would just like stand there, take photos, you know, and these photos would like be horrible because, you know, (laughs) of course I would be like so far away from the players. Mm -hmm. And of course with my long lens, you can only get so far. And then after time I reached out to like the local media out here, like the local news artist paper and they like had a freelance position. So I got that and I was like, okay, I have a pass, you know, I can cross that, that special line that, you know, as a fan, you can't cross that special line on the football field where like the players are. And I would be like, with this media pass, I could go anywhere and everywhere. So I did. And then I just started taking more photos at local football games going like out of out of town taking photos at different games going like to different colleges like um this local umo college that's right here in mount olive reached out to them take photos from them one of my friends played she still does play but took photos from her for her games and stuff and then of course that's how i got big with the photography business Mm -hmm. where i became a freelancer and now everybody like around this area was like oh you're Brandon sports <laughs> photography and Brandon sports talk mm-hmm. let me like you have any photos of me like at <laughs> this game and I'll be like let me check yeah yeah like, your catalog I'm pretty sure it's big pretty big at this point well I was gonna ask what camera what camera and lens do you shoot with I have a Canon T3i um it's a 100 to 1000 millimeter no 50 30 to 500 millimeter lens mm. is my biggest one, I think. Okay. Yeah. So I know that gets pretty expensive, but I know if you, you keep at it, eventually, you know, photography is a big business and, you know, the money comes along with it. So, of course, you reaching out to these newspapers and then going out and shooting all these different games and, you know, even going out of town in a sense to, to shoot some different games. I guess, uh, I guess you could talk a little bit more to me or, you know, talk a little bit more about like what the, what the inspiration came from, you know, from starting your own sports photography company. Um, Cause of course I know, like you said, you got big into photography, but I guess made pushed you to make that extra jump to start your own uh, company. So, well, the first reason is because my sister, she played sports whenever we were both in high school. Mm-hmm. And of course I would go to her games, every like game, see her play. And then I was like, I want to take photos of her, but I didn't have a camera at that time. Yeah. So then, of course, later, like after I think 
whenever I graduated high school, I got my camera as like a high school graduation present. So then I would like be like, oh, uh, I have this camera. I'm going to like games every Friday night, like local football games. Let me take it and then see what I can do. I love sports. Let me add sports to what I already did as a photography business Mm -hmm. with Brandon's photography. So then I just did that and then boom, boom, bang. Here we are now, two years out for my Brandon sports photography. Yeah, I guess it hasn't even been that long. And, you know, you're growing popular, already known in the area that you uh, that you shoot in. So that's great. That's great, man. Um, I would uh, I also wanted to know and ask because, you know, so photography is a lot of people, a lot of things, a lot of people or a thing a lot of people want to get into. But it's harder than a lot of people may think. They think it's just, you know, just point and shoot or whatever. But I know it's way more complex than that. So to you, what are the hardest well, I guess first the hardest parts about shooting sports photography, and then you can also answer what are the easiest parts about shooting sports photography. So the hardest part is, of course, the ISO and the aperture going from indoors to outdoors and even from, like, daylight to, of course, where, like, not yet because, of course, with corona, mm-hmm. high school sports got pushed back to, like, February for football but oh, of course, like now today's, we like you know whenever it gets like pitch dark, you know, you always have to change your ISO down, then, then have it high up so it'll still be like bright and sunlight outside. Okay, yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. I remember when I used to shoot a little bit, the I would always get confused a little bit about you know those two things in particular, which I figure is you know probably the hardest part for a lot of people. You know, just getting that down and getting that right, depending on you know where you are and shooting and the lighting and everything. So, what about the uh, easiest parts for you, or the most enjoyable parts? The easiest and most enjoyable part is of course just being like at the game, taking photos of these young athletes. They are living out their dreams and, of course, trying to make it to college with the athletic scholarship and giving them the photos that they, like, have played the game. Mm-hmm. The keep for, you know, just memories and mm-hmm. just, uh, even just usage of, you know, a lot of kids nowadays, they like to post on, uh, you know, social media and everything, Uh just their pictures in general, them playing the sports or even, you know, when they get an offer or just, you know, highlights and things like that. So, you know, that's another good thing. Like you say, you're kind of giving them those memories and that opportunity to even do that to make them, you know, feel special. And also like just things they can look back on in, in general to remember, you know, I played this sport and, you know, Brandon took my picture. Also, uh, one of the last few things I wanted to ask, um, you know, before we wind down and play our game top three, wanted to ask, with your podcast and with your photography uh, business, I know like I said, sports, just like me, has been a, a big influence in your life and something that you want to stay around. So where do you kind of see or hope that your photography business and podcast um, you know, kind of takes you in the future? Well, for my photography business, I hope that, of course, I'll still get like more college-like teams. Like right now, I'm only shooting University of Mount Olive College in Mount Olive. Mm-hmm. But, of course, I want to make it to more colleges like, of course, Carolina State, ECU, and all of that. Mm-hmm. Also, I would love to have a website for my photography business because 
with me not having a Facebook Mm -hmm. due to like it getting disactivated. And of course I'm booked up. Like basically Mm -hmm. I do not have the opportunity to share photos that I did like, because I would just post them on my Facebook page, like my Brandon sports photography page, Facebook Mm -hmm. page. And then anybody and everybody just took them, you know, takes them and sees the work that I did. And of course, now I just have the Instagram. So I'm trying to, of course, save my money up and build me a like official like Brandon Sports Photography.com website. Yeah, because that definitely helps because it also builds your brand up and, and push you more out there, like people that might not be able to reach you locally. Even like I said, more more so I know North Carolina's pretty big, but you know, maybe a few cities away or even on a more of a national scale, they might be able to, you know, find you in hire you for you know different events so yeah building a website is pretty important hopefully no one's out there stealing your photos and pictures because that'd just be terrible again thank you i i appreciate you know you coming on the show today brandon um you know answering all the different questions and everything of course before we get out of here i always like to play a game and the most famous game i love to play is top three so pretty much you know i just ask you a question about you know, whatever, whatever it may be. For example, my first question for you is going to be your top three favorite athletes. And then you just give me, of course, your top three. You can do it in order or out of order, whichever, you know, okay. like you can do. So, um, like I said, first question uh, for top three, top three favorite athletes. So my top three favorite athletes is, of course, Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. I would have to say Jalen Samuels, who now plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. And I saw him whenever he plays for NC State. And then my number three, I have to say, it would be a mix between Garrett Cole and Stephen Curry. Oh, wow. That's two pretty good, big athletes as well. I would, uh, out of those two, I think I would. I'm, I mean, I like baseball and basketball almost equally. I played both growing up. I would go for maybe Steph, though. Garrett wasn't, well, it wasn't really his fault. I was say Garrett wasn't able to get it done for the Yankees to move on to the NL or ALCS, but it wasn't really him. It was the hitting. So I'll give him a pass on that. <laughs> but uh, next top three, top three favorite interviews that you've done. So the top three interviews of my favorite that I've done is, of course, on Monday, I'm going to be interviewing Marquise Williams, who is mm-hmm. a former UNC Tar Heel player, mm-hmm. and he played in the XFL. Yep. He has to be my like that most exciting interview. Mm-hmm. Then I have to go with the most watched video with 200 views is the Avery coach from Avery University the football running back Jesse Mm. and then number three would have to say would be one of the coach one of the like local coaches Mm -hmm. around this area that actually got me started with interviews Okay, cool, cool, cool. You know, uh, I guess his name or what high or high school he's from? Yes, um, Steve Brooks from Charles B. Acott, the head football coach. Okay, cool, cool. That's good. You know, pretty good. Three good, pretty good gets. Uh, I remember Marquise Williams and him playing at UNC, so I'll definitely be checking that one out for sure. Our next top three would be your top three favorite um, professional teams. It could be across any sports. So my top three professional teams is. The Pittsburgh Steelers is my all-time favorite. I'm a mm. diehard Steeler fan because of my dad. Mm. Golden State because of Stephen Curry. Mm-hmm. And then I would have to say 
I'm a state fan, but let's go with Carolina Hurricanes as the NHL team. Oh, wow. Yeah, threw, threw a little curveball there. I didn't even know if you, you were an wow. NHL fan, but fan of all sports, it seems like. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and congrats to you guys in Pittsburgh. You guys are 4-0 right now, hopefully going 5-0 this upcoming weekend. So my last top three for you, three, your top three favorite photos that you've taken. I guess you can name the athletes. Okay, so ACOC versus Rosewood is always a big game that I've always covered, mm-hmm. and it's a very competitive game. UMO versus anybody UMO plays because I just enjoy going out there to see my best friend Cassandra Lasseter play mm-hmm. softball. And then, of course, Carolina versus State mm-hmm. football game no, that I, I cover on my small camera because, of course, I do not have a pass for mm-hmm. media purposes and I'm not on the field college games like that mm-hmm. and then um the last one i actually thought about another one your top That's three favorite podcast. sports podcasts or sports like shows pat mcafee number one of course shannon sharp and skip bayless and then i would have to say anybody like on the espn youtube channel because i watch espn youtube a whole lot just yeah. to come up with content video ideas for yeah. my cast. Yeah, they do a good job of that. I always used to, when I was little, for sure, definitely just kept ESPN on the whole entire day. So always one of my favorites um, and all the personalities that's on there. So again, that and that concludes top three. Um, again, I want to thank you, you know, for coming on the show today, Brandy. It was a pleasure interviewing you, uh, figuring out how you got into the sports industry and then just everything that you do with your photography business and your podcast. You're doing, you know, great, wonderful work, man. And I want you to keep on going and, I'm going to continue to check you out for sure. Last thing I wanted to do is, you know, if you had any advice to anybody out there on, that wants to start a podcast that's in sports podcasting or any, you know, just good words of encouragement in general um, that you want to leave us with before we head off today. Well, my advice would be to just start the podcast. And then, of course, if you're trying to get interviews, just reach out to like local coaches, athletes, sports business owners coaches like on their college level and just reach out to them and be like hey i'm just starting out can you like let me do an interview with you and like kind of test your feet and do you actually want to make this a career and a passion or is it more of a passion cool and then let everyone know where they can find uh, you um you know, twitter instagram facebook wherever uh wherever social media outlets you're on you can find my sports talk podcast on Brandon Sports Talk on Instagram, twi- talk underscore Twitter on Twitter, and you can find me on YouTube at Brandon Sports Talk. And for my sports photography, you can find me at Brandon underscore Sports Photography on Instagram, Brandon Sports One on Twitter, and then. I'm on Facebook at Brandon Sports Photography, but of course, I did say that my Facebook was disactivated, so I'm looking to get a website built in the future, along with my Sports Talks website. Sounds good. Sounds good. So everybody stay tuned for those uh, those two websites coming out soon. Um, again, that does it for another episode of uh, what, the game's to, what the Game Means to Me. You know where to find me at um, on Twitter at WTGMTM Podcast, on uh, Facebook and Instagram at What the Game Means to Me as well. 
um, to check out this interview and more. So thank you again, Brandon. Um, appreciate your insight on, you know, all things sports, your sports podcast and your sports photography business, and then also playing our game top three. So thank you again. And I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you.